Mentorship, leadership, coaching, right now. It's the Coaching Podcast with Matt Marvin and Tom Tony. There are really only two reasons why someone doesn't do what they should do. As a coach, there are times when we want um, someone that we're coaching to shift in their behavior, mm. uh, shift in their mindset, and there are times when we notice that there's a delay, that there's a challenge. <laughs> there's really only two reasons why they don't. It all boils down to that. I know sometimes as a coach, we think there must be a million. Yeah, right. But the reality is there's really only two reasons why someone doesn't do what they should do. And it's always either a matter of skill mm. or it's a matter of will. Mm. Is this something they know how to do? And mm. if so, why aren't they? Yeah. Or is this something that they don't want to do? And how do we, um, how do we clarify which one of these two that might be? We call it the triage. Mm. Okay. Understanding if something is not taking place, if you've worked with a student, if you've worked with a coachee that you want to see cha behavior change, skill or will is always the equation. And that's one way to look at how, you know, what is happening for this person? How do I help them? How do I support them? But it often goes misdiagnosed. Mm. We call it the triage for a reason. Okay. And um, there are times when we'll be coaching someone and I will share with their boss, I'm going to do a triage on this individual. And I said that to someone who's a physician. And they said, what are you talking about? What do you mean a triage? They know what a triage is, right? <laughs> right? We've all heard that term before. We've seen the movies where, you know, some incident happens and they triage the patients as they yeah. walk in the door. Yeah. Are they a level one? Are they, you know, um, are they, do they just need a Band-Aid? Are they level two? Uh, do they need a, a broken arm set? Or are they level three and they need surgery now, right? And we would do a triage to understand what is the behavior that we are hoping to see, mm. that we are desiring to see, okay. that we're even coaching the, you know, coaching the coachee to experience, but for some reason it's not happening. Mm. And so we'll do a triage. Is it a matter of skill or will? And if you've listened to any of the podcasts before, it probably won't surprise you that a key to that is questions. Yeah. Really asking good Curious questions to understand what's happening and it will bubble up. It'll reveal. Do you ever find that will? So do you ever find a connection between the two, right? So as you're talking about those things, I love how easy and distinct that is. Non-complex, simple perspective, will or skill. Do you, do you find a crossroads between those two? Have you ever experienced someone who lacked the skill and it just sucked the will out of them. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. In fact, it's that's usually what occurs. And it's I think it's one of the key reasons why it gets misdiagnosed. Mm. Right? For example, I was working with a leader who one of their team members was not doing what needed to be done. They did all this weekly reporting that was required. It was not getting completed. They wanted to know why. In fact, they had had multiple conversations with the individual saying, what's going on? Why aren't you doing this? <clears throat> and after a while said, you know, it's clear to me, you just don't care. Mm. You don't care. Skill or will. You don't care. Skill or will. That's will. That's will. Right? Yeah. And in talking with this individual, 
they were referencing the reporting that had to be completed. And they said, I'm so frustrated. We have to spend hours on this work. And through asking curious questions, you know, tell me about your role. What do you love most? What's difficult for you? Tell me about reports. And when we got to reports, the question is, please don't let me you know, please let's not talk about reports. Like they're driving <laughs> me crazy, right? I yeah. can't stand these reports. I go, what do you mean? And they said, look, they're, they're due on Monday. And every Friday we go in to type in the information, to type in the data. And you know how you said the formulas will auto-populate? They're auto-populated and yeah. they will, it doesn't work. Doesn't and so I go in and I'm spending time on YouTube trying to understand how to do this and it's driving me crazy. And their boss will slap them, their own forehead and go, oh my gosh, I just said, I don't think they care. This is not will. This is skill. Mm-hmm. They need to understand how to do this. Yeah. And I misdiagnose. So good. And isn't it's interesting too because I, I think I've seen people become very reluctant to step into a new role, a new position that have been misdiagnosed as they're just a non-participant. Yes, they don't they don't really want to be a part of the team. They're not a team player, which may not have been the case at all. It may have been an aversion to a, as what was going to be required of them. Maybe they didn't that, you know, I think sometimes people can feel like they're going to be exposed in a situation, right? Yeah. I'm going to be put in a situation where it's, it's going to become apparent. I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And so something that might show up looks like will is actually a lack of skill. So how, what's the process then? I mean, I mean, it's questions obviously, right? but as coaches in a corporate setting, a, a team setting, sometimes that's a manager. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's a team lead. It's a project lead. It's somebody who's responsible for the outcome of a task or a project team. So what would they do? How would they go about solving? Okay, what am I really looking at here? Mm-hmm. Well, and you asked a question a moment ago that I thought was really powerful. It's something that you were referencing around, is it possible that the lack of skill can lead to the lack of will? Yes. And I really believe that's the case. Right. So the, for example, uh, one of the employee engagement surveys that's most popular out there is called Q12, right? That's only 12 questions and they can determine statistically how engaged a workforce really is. Mm. Like they don't need to ask 72 questions, Mm. which many organizations have for their employee engagement survey, but they call it the Q12. And one of those um, questions, one of the primary questions is, do you have the resources you need to do your job? Hmm. When the answer is no, they can predict that engagement will drop precipitously. Wow. That they go, they won't even want to engage because the frustration of not having the proper tools to do what you need to do for yeah. your job is is daunting. And when that occurs, when skill can't occur because the tools aren't available, the resources aren't there, the will quickly comes mm. after mm-hmm. after it. And that's true for students as well. Yeah. If they if they don't have what they need to support right. their growth or their development or what they're wanting to uh, to accomplish, that will w- can often follow. And trying to understand what the root cause of that is is so crucial in getting to the bottom of a skill or will. One of the things that I've I've said in the past about will and skill is will cannot be taught, and skill cannot be ignored. We we necessarily can't develop will in a person, um, but if we help develop their skill, will gets unlocked. It can be, yeah, yeah. You're exactly right, and I like how you say that. That 
that skill can be developed. Will is something different. And I actually believe that will doesn't, you know, doesn't get created. I believe it gets um, rediscovered. Right. I think it can, I think we can help draw that out um, with a student or with someone that we're coaching. Um, And isn't that a part of what we see when, when, you know, there's a lot of talk around the idea of strengths. It's one of the things we'll hear again and again is you find a way to work in your strength, find, find that position that really fuels you. And that's, isn't there a connection to that? It's like a part of what we're saying in that is you will rekindle your passion if you're doing something that you're good at, that you have a skill to actually do. That's right. It's one of the reasons why when we talk about strengths finder, Mm. right, Mm -hmm. the the strength-based leadership and and what that actually is, and that's looking at um, the 34 strength themes that exist on the planet, right? You know, according to their, to to Gallup that developed this whole process. And when they pull up the strengths, they... They reference their strengths in three ways. Because most people, when they say, what is Billy's strength? And they think that means, what is Billy good at? Mm-hmm. But it isn't. It's more than that. Yeah. When, when you look at strength finder and or strength-based leadership, when you look at it from that perspective, they're actually looking at three things. When, when they take this assessment and it draws up five uh, of their top five strengths, it's not only that they're good at it, it's that they get results from it. So they're good at it. They get results from it. It's good. The second one is others see it. Yeah. So it's not just something that they alone know and no one else sees it. Usually it's something that people have said since they were young. Mm. Man, you're so good at this. And the third one is they're fulfilled by it. Yeah. It feels authentically them when they do it. And if you can discover someone's strength and leverage it, tap into it, help them utilize that strength more often will frequently comes right along with it.